Hey there, Box Office Bros listeners, this is Corey, and just to let you guys know, um, I started the podcast kind of in the middle of Chance and I's conversation, because there's a story that we talked about, and through, like, certain, like, developments in the story, our segment just wasn't all that accurate, so I figured that I'd just cut it, so yeah, enjoy it, and have a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now. You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby. Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's Let's start start the the show. show. Now go to... That voodoo, that you do. Hold on to your butts. Showtime, a-holes. Like we actually talked about that during the podcast. Are we talking about that? Yeah, it was like November. Yeah, like last. Yes, that was a while ago. But it's yeah. been a while because I remember we had friend of the show Jake on like probably a week later. We should have him on again. We should be on his. Sometime. We should. Uh, we could. We could like zoom with Jake sometime. We should. We should. Totally. I know he's not busy. <laughs> I feel like none of us are busy right now. So no, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun time. Calling you but out, Jake. We're playing Doom, you degenerate. Basically, it's been Doom, and it's probably been looking at all my annoying tweets. Yeah, your tweets, Doom. Uh, uh probably because because he engages Doom. with my tweets. I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate the Twitter engagement because I feel like nobody hears me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the time to see your tweet. I'm like. What is he watching right now that he's tweeting this? <laughs> I sometimes I just get really bored. Like, That's honestly it. Like it, like something he saw pissed him off to tweet about it. Well, regardless, uh, let's go into some less controversial uh, grounds here and talk about. Well, it's still kind of controversial, but it's, it's just um, it's, you know it's not kinda, like it's just kind of sad. It's not as high stakes. But regardless of that, um, the entire Marvel slate has been shifted. Really? So instead of seeing um, Scarlett Johansson uh, play a Black Widow, I mean, no, play Black Widow. Um, <laughs> what? She, instead of seeing her play that role in May 1st of 2020 in her first solo outing and probably her fat last outing in the MCU, which is weird, um... Instead of seeing it on May 1st, 2020, we're going to be seeing it later this year on November 6th. And then Fuck. the Eternal, yes, <laughs> indeed, the Internals will be February 12th, 2021, instead of November 6th, 2020. Um, Shang-Chi is going to be May 7th, 2021 now. And then Spider-Man 3 is going to be um the stay the same it's gonna stay the same yeah. it's gonna be july t- um 16th 2021 because and a part of the reason why is because it's a sony movie it's not necessary like marvel's making it but it's a sony movie right. so it's not gonna really so change it's still gonna thing. be like it's four, gonna be fine. four movies dr strange and the multiverse of madness was delayed to um november 5th 2021 not too worried about that one is gonna come out in 2021 which anyways. is you know hopefully it has like a spooky halloween aesthetic to it still yeah. but here's my problem What's your problem? Thor Love and Thunder. 
I know. It's going to be in 2022 now. See, last fall, like, we were, it's gonna we were be two in, years away from it's it. It's going to be, it's just like, I, it's just farther now, and I'm just sad. I'm just well, real I mean, big sad Everything just it. moved down the conveyor belt. Like, exactly. It's kind of like what happened when Spider-Man got first put into the MCU, and mm-hmm. I guess, uh, yeah, when Spider-Man got put in, like, everything that was cited before just kind of got pushed. Like, Well, for sure. Just like... Uh, but for... But for this case, it was longer out. Like, right. I was expecting to see Eternals this year. You yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, the I... thing that's bumming me out. And then it's like you're expecting to see stuff. and so, Like, you had a lot more anticipation with this kind of rollout. I'm almost genuinely surprised that they didn't try to put Black Widow in August. No, for sure. Like, they put the first Guardians in August. It came out in August. Like, like the first, like, the last uh, big summer release weekend, I think, the first Guardians came out. Nah, Which is, sure. I guess if there's something... Oh, I guess Wonder Woman moved to August, didn't it? Did yeah, Wonder did. Woman? Yeah, Wonder Woman did move to August. Oh, God. And then, with that being said... So annoying. A Black Panther is still unchanged. That's going to be May 8th, 2022. Still kind of surprised that they haven't made a Black Panther film sooner. You know what I mean? Well, I, my, like, I'm a little surprised. Marvel's honestly. weird about this. Because like, like, their movies will make a ton of money, like Captain Marvel and uh black panther and then they'll just sit on the sequels for a while for a hot minute (laughs) pretty much like the only like it was early like in the mcu when you would get films close together like first iron man and iron man 2 were two years apart and i think like the first and second thor movies were two years apart because then you get to you know three years between iron man and iron man 2 three years between all the ant-man sequels Three years between Avengers movies, like I don't like. I guess if they just, I guess it prevents them from getting stale. But at the same time, it's just like, damn it, now because well, Black Panther came out in 2018, so that's four years. That's gonna be right, four years. No, for sure. And then Captain Marvel came out last year, so it's gonna be at least three years for Captain Marvel. Hopefully, they snag uh, snag a sweet director. Uh, to do the sequel, no offense. No, um, no for sure. Uh, it just sucks because, like, I was like, really looking forward to seeing Eternals. Like, no, for sure, me too. And like, it's not if you th- really think about it, it's not that far delayed. Like, it's only about it's only like what, like what, four months delayed. Let's see. Like, so it'll like, be December. Is it going to February? Yeah. So yeah, it was going to come out in early November. Yeah. Okay. So most of November, December, January. Than whatever in February, so a month, three months and change. Yeah, so it's like not ter- it's not terribly bad. And then the last one is Captain Marvel is actually going encroaching on Phase Five's lineup because they've already like gone into their release dates. But this is technically the first release date of Phase Five. So do they say Captain Marvel Two is Phase Five? Or? No, it's it's Phase Four. It okay, is, it is Phase Four. But the thing is, is that. The movies have gone now bled into the time frame that they had their right. already. So the first date, which was July eighth, twenty twenty two. Do you think they try to sneak in a uh, a Christmas release for a Marvel movie to get back on track? Uh maybe. I think it just depends. Like I think because the thing is, is they could put they could potentially put um, like of this year. Or, or this, year. or next year, or just any time, just to get back on track. I don't know because there's no Star Wars and Avatar is clearly not ready they yet. Could try. Well, Dune's gonna be out. 
Like we're gonna talk. Well, about we'll that talk later. about that. We're later. talking about that later. But um, with that being said, um, I want to also know is because something that I'm more excited for than the movies in a lot of ways. Like are oh, we, the Disney Plus shows. Are the Disney Plus shows? Like yeah. what are what's gonna be happening with those? Like does some. Oh, go ahead. Because I heard they're doing a lot of stuff with uh, WandaVision. They have pretty much all that shot, and everything was shot on a soundstage, or a lot of it was shot on a soundstage. Right. So it didn't have a ton of, you know, in, like, live at, like, in motion, in, like, direct sunlight and all these kind of stuff. Everything right. has been kind of, proceed- like, produced on, like, in a place like Pinewood Studios. Right. And all that kind of stuff. So they're able to do that, and they're able to do a lot of the special effects remotely. Um, mm. On the other hand, um, now we're seeing that um, Falcon and the Winter, Falcon Soldier. Winter Soldier halted production for a hot minute. I don't know if they're back in by now, but mm. they did halt it for a little They bit. had to be almost done with that, right? I feel like they are. And I feel like, if anything, it might just mess a little bit with the episode scheduling. That could be something like that there's like a two week gap between the first and second episodes or something, could be something like, like that. Or like a later episode, there's just a little hiatus. Because like originally, like. Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be like months before uh, WandaVision was. So like, because yeah, WandaVision is supposed to come out in December, I believe. December, late November, like mm-hmm. it's supposed to, like it's way sooner than we anticipated. Oh uh, yeah. Like, well, that's the that's the other thing. Like, uh, well, it's it's the same thing really. Like, they pushed Doctor Strange to the fall and not like more midsummer. But I guess that's the Spider Man of it all. Yeah. They have to dodge Spider-Man. Like, again, I'm surprised they wouldn't try to put, like, uh, Doctor Strange into August or that September, like that late, mid to late September where you always see horror movies, like where you saw It Chapter 2. Well, granted, maybe, maybe it's not going to be very scary. Like, maybe, that, well, I mean, just because we have to speculate on why Scott Derrickson left. Well, Scott, well, the thing is Scott Derrickson left, but Sam Raimi is replacing him. So, like, has that ever so been, like, like, said like, yes, it's Sam Raimi? I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, that's good. Because the thing is, I thought so, too, but, like, people are keep on, people are keep on corroborating, like, it's Sam Raimi. I'm like, okay. Fine, be that way. I guess. I guess so. Well, it's, you know, it's weird, though, because, I mean, I have my theories on why Scott Derrickson's not there. Because, like, you know, you would just see these, like, story after story that, like, this person and that person was going to be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And, like, I could see that just, like, making him mad, like... No, for sure. Like, I could see him not necessarily wanting it to be a very, like, oh, yes, this character from this Marvel... Because isn't, like, uh, Monica Rambeau going to be there? Someone's going to be in it. Yeah, because I think she was supposed to... Monica Rambeau was supposed to be in um, uh, WandaVision. That's... Yeah, so, like... So, like, they were like, oh, let's just spill into WandaVision and do this and go here. Right. Let's just do all this random stuff, which is the MCU at its worst, in my opinion. Well, yeah. It can be done well, but at the same time, they need to be careful of the, you know, too egregious amounts of cameos. These movies need to be somewhat contained in their own Yeah, they've been very... They've been good with those gymnastics so far. Mm -hmm. Just because of the one main producer and Kevin Feige, that's... Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's just Papa like, Feige, right, Papa just, Feige, we pr- we trust. Just having one single strand to keep it all on, keep it all on the rails. So like, if that, because my thing with that is, is like, if that made Scott Derrickson leave, wouldn't that be, um, wouldn't that be kind of very similar to what Sam Raimi had to go through in the third Spider Man movie, where it's like, I guess, hey, what if we put Venom in this movie? Hey, 
What if we didn't? Hey, what if we make you? What if we just had like, what if we had Eminem? We should just, um, no. or like, what if we just had no. Eminem just like totally rap <laughs> for Venom's oh my theme? God. Could you imagine the Venom song coming out back when Spider-Man 3 came out? Oh my God. <laughs> It'd be kind of be amazing, not going to lie. Like, like after like Tover the, Grace, like after the shit is, is just hyping up Eminem. Well, so picture this whiplash of uh, a movie. You go with like Peter Parker being a huge dork because that's how he thinks like cool people are with the uh, the symbiote, and then like <laughs> you got Eminem dropping that song when Topher Grace gets it, just the venom. <laughs> He's like, get him. Like he does, like he does a, a similar routine to Peter Parker, but it's like actually cooler. <laughs> no, for sure. That would be funny. But yeah, so you get, I don't know. Like I kind of wish they would just like scooch at least Doctor Strange a little bit for the Halloween release. No, like, yeah, like I think that'd be kind of cool. How, I mean, come on, Marvel. Like you, ca- like, you take the first big weekend in May. Like why not go after like Labor Day or Halloween? Or something. Come on. Like, and also, <laughs> this channel just, like, there's so many movies that have just been shuffled now. Like, this coronavirus just, like, took too big. Coronavirus! Just, it's like it took, like, four different decks of playing cards and threw them together. Like. No, for sure. Like, where's Blade gonna be? Like, Blade's Phase 4, right? I guess so. Or no, Blade's Phase 5. Oh, Blade's Phase 5? Okay. Blade is Phase 5. So oh. I'm not entirely sure... Like when it necessarily was supposed to come out in Phase okay, Five, Loki. but it indeed is Phase Five. Okay, because so. then you've got—I'm assuming nothing's going to change on What If, and probably not Loki either, just because mm-hmm. those are 2021's problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still going to come before Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, God, sure. I, I know Thor: Love and Thunder was my was my most hotly anticipated. Like it was two years ago last fall. Now it's two years away again. No, it's just like rip, big ripperoonie. Like um, pour one out for our good boy Thor. Like, not you, Thor. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Corey's cat. Anyway, uh, it just uh, it makes me so we don't won't have to worry about what if. Probably not Loki. What about, like, Captain Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight? Are they going to have to, like, be finagled? Like I, I don't know, because the thing is, those the production on those are different than the productions in the movies. I don't know what leads into that. I can I feel right. like the only people who can truly answer those questions are, Kevin, are the folks that are writing and directing these right. movies, and also Kevin Feige. Like, everything's going to have to be just, like, like does, it, like, does it all move as one piece where everything's, like, eh. No, for sure. So, like, I'm not entirely sure. But at the same time, like, I am not that worried because at least we're still getting this content. And at least we can still look to a future because I think, you know, stuff kind of sucks now. But we're going to get through it. And it's going to be a little sad when the date, when we reach the date when we should be watching Marvel movies. But we're not. You know, it's but, weird as hell. What's up? Well, I first had this thought. Well, because we should have had Guardians 3 this year. Mm-hmm. And... uh so now, like, because Marvel has been churning out three movies for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. per year. Now, it's literally going to be one movie in the calendar year of 2020 from Marvel. Exactly. That's so weird. I bet if they... Also, it's going to be, like, 
several months. Let's see, July, so August, September, October. That'll be 16 months between Marvel movies. For when? Between Spider-Man, Far From Home, okay. and Black Widow. That's going to be 16 months. Oh, that's shoot. That's crazy. Yeah, like... <laughs> Oh, superhero fatigue. That's really, that's really, uh, you know, maybe people are going to be woken up from that superhero superhero fatigue. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, like at least Mandalorian season two will be in October. No, for sure, because it's still coming out and everything like that. Better be. So, (laughs) I would be so mad if it got delayed too. I hate putting all our media on pause. Anyway, we talked enough about Marvel. No, you have anything? Yeah, so, so you don't have anything else to say? Uh, anything else to say? <laughs> well, um, not really. I'm just kind of bummed. Like, It'll be interesting to see how Shang-Chi performs, I guess, in that mm-hmm. May time slot because I have a feeling they put Shang-Chi in February just because Shang-Chi is obviously smaller and not like a huge big deal like they very I think it's gonna do gangbusters in china though and that's not, not well, just because it's well, a yeah. asian property i think it's gonna do amazing because you know i mean like china like let's just be real marvel's gonna cater to the chinese audience with this one yeah because of and, that, and that's not necessarily not necessarily a bad thing well it can be a bad thing if they're literally like censoring certain things or right like, leaving out you know tibet right and all those kind of crazy <laughs> stuff just to you know uh where did you train appease, <laughs> where did you train oh i went to redacted <laughs> i went to redacted from a redacted monk <laughs> i don't know so hopefully i don't know i haven't really looked at the slate for may 2021 so hopefully shang chi is not like bullied by any other properties no for sure but you know with that being said whew, let's talk about what everybody's been talking about Ooh, that could be a million different things. Besides the coronavirus. Oh, right. <laughs> we <laughs> are going to be talking about Tiger King. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chance has not watched Tiger King. I haven't watched it, but I am very familiar. Like, I feel like you would just really enjoy this series. And, the t- and here's like a disclaimer. Tiger King, without getting into like huge spoilers about it, I think people really need to understand... Uh, something about, you know, animals not being very well taken care of. Well, yeah, like people, I think people really need to understand the point of Tiger King isn't necessarily to, you know, say, oh, look at these people who are really, really great and they're owning all these like exotic animals and all that kind of stuff. I think people are like kind of losing the point. (laughs) Like, I think people are losing the point that you know, these people who own these exotic animals are indeed not good people. So, like, I think it's just, like, a little bit rough and a little frustrating when people are kind of like, it's, you know, it's making everything good. Like, every, it's making, it's like, you know, glamorizing the captivity of wild and exotic animals. Well, I, I don't think, think that's why people, like, well, I, I, I don't like, know. Some I, people are dumb. Like, I genuinely think that it's, like, one of those things where people are trying when they're just trying to put out the whole obscurity and the craziness of like, this all. So people I'm are so, obsessed with it. It's so crazy. This is not like one of those deals where I'm defending Joe Exotic. I think he's a piece of crap. I'm not defending um Carol Baskin either because I think she's also a piece of crap. I think they're all very bad people. I think 
like this whole dumb like Cardi B like started this GoFundMe that was like free Joe Exotic and I'm like Cardi you're just dumb I'm like no he doesn't deserve to be free because yeah. sure the murder for hire charge might be a little bit of like a stretch but he still abused his animals so right like yeah but regardless I'm gonna go through people have been doing their fan casting for <sighs> um <laughs> Joe for a uh, Tiger King. You know, movie, feature length right. movie. And I'm going to go through mine. And hopefully there, there's some here that I've seen online, but there's some here that I thought of myself. I'm kind of proud of. So, uh, you know something about something funny about um, the Tiger King is that a lot of people wouldn't guess, but this gun toting, you know, kind of redneck type dude is very, mm. is a gay man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has two husbands. Or he's had three husbands through the course of the show. Such a weird polygamy, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. Through, he has had three husbands through the course of the show. And all of them, or well, like two of them for sure, are straight men. <laughs> and it's like, there's just been Did they like just a, want like a sugar daddy? Well, What's like the basically they needed like a meth sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the way that people have Yeah, man, I need track. them crystals. And so uh, for one of the, uh, one of them, uh, Travis Maldonado is a very tall kind of crazy long-haired black um black long black-haired dude uh has a mustache and is a little nuts and i had adam driver uh, <laughs> playing that guy and then there's like a more muscle and more yoked up a little shorter kind of guy and that is uh travis uh or that's um john finley and uh that would be channing tatum Oh my I god! I think that'd be a good casting for him. And uh, Rick Kirkham is the guy who basically he produced a whole entire documentary, and you get to see why he had a falling out in the process of that. And it's a really crazy story, so I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Um, like what hap- ends up happening with this documentary and what it ultimately turned into. Um, but that that Rick Kirkham. I have him, and he's kind of a sleazebag in his own right, but, like, you don't necessarily know what his motives are. Right. And I'm going to have Matthew McConaughey play him. Oh, right. Because people were having him as Joe Exotic, but I don't see him as Joe Exotic. You know who should be Joe Exotic from what who? I've seen? Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk would be a pretty good Joe Exotic. Like, he's, actually, play, he's played Redneck mm-hmm. in Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, he could pull it off. Like, I actually have somebody else that I haven't really seen as Joe Exotic, so I'm kind of excited for you know you're to react to it and people to you know let me know whether i'm stupid or not but anyways okay um there's also carol baskin and here's my thing about carol baskin is i really like kate mckinnon for her as the role because she kind of reminds me of hillary clinton and kate mckinnon does a really good hillary clinton (laughs) um and i also think patricia arquette would do really well honestly i think those two would be great in it i just couldn't find somebody who i could fully be like yes amazing what but, if, uh, so how comfortable are you with, like, uh, Carol Baskin being played by a really attractive person? Well, that's fine. Like, she, like, Carol Baskin, by all means, is meant to be a, a, attractive. She's just slightly older now. And she, like, they showed oh, pictures of e- her. When, even they, better. Even they better. showed pictures of her when she was younger. And she's, she's beautiful. Right, she's so, a beautiful woman. She just happens to be crazy. <laughs> how about Kate Blanchett? Ooh. That would be kind of... I, she's a little skinny and tall to be That's true. Carol Baskin, in my opinion. I picture, I see her as more of like a shorter kind of... So stouter. Stouter. Kind of, yeah. But 
I think that, but like getting into Carol Baskin, we have her husband who is a major, <laughs> he is, say let's it. just say that he is, uh, say it. Um, <laughs> say it. he's a cuck. <laughs> That's probably the best way to kind of describe him. Describe him. Like literally there's a picture of him with a like collar on him and he's wearing a leopard printed, <laughs> like, uh, what's the like Flintstones kind of garb? What, oh, like, um, togas. Yeah. He kind of was like, it's kind of something like that, but I had him as tunic. Something I, like that. I had him as Jeff Goldblum. Oh my god! Uh, uh, Carol, I'm not sure uh, how comfortable I am with it. Uh, uh, Carol, uh, Carol, uh, uh, this collar is very itchy. It's very, very tight. And she's. And then meanwhile, Carol will be like, "Well, Howard, do you want to get fed to Tigris? You know, he's still a little hungry. Uh, I'd prefer mm. not to be eaten by um, large felines. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun with that." But ooh, yeah, ooh. but ooh. I need to watch this. <laughs> no, it's great. It's it's a crazy show. I finished Fallen but, Order, so I have time. Hey, oh, I love Fallen Order. Let's talk about that after the podcast. It's great. Hey. It's a really good story. The it game is. the game has some issues, but it's a really good story. Um, you know what the issues that I like didn't have with it? What's up? I actually found like the platforming and puzzle solving really enjoyable. I like the. I, no, that's not the issues I have with it. But Some of the like, combat. I, I, I that that's more of the issues right. I have. I actually really like the platforming in that game. But regardless of that, whew, so he, I haven't seen this one at all, and I'm kind of proud of it. Doc Antle is this guy who literally has a zoo. He has a zoo and exotic animal cult with all these younger women. That he all that all of them are his girlfriends and all of them are his wives and like at one point that's so gross it's actually awful but one point that is so gross is he starts talking about their ages and they're like okay that's in within reason a little young for him and then he stops mentioning when he met these girls and how old they were when he met them after a while and then they looked younger and I think he specifically I think like the guy who edited this and directed this was very clever and basically pointing out what jeff what or pointing out what not jeff but pointing out what um doc was not pointing out mm-hmm. by you know putting it in front of the viewer's face like yes this guy is very messed up Call he's the not police. Meant to, he's basically calling his bluff through editing which is something that i love about documentaries that you can do is that guy r kelly but well he might as well be but doc <laughs> antle is this very charismatic guy he uh like at first you're like oh i kind of like him he's a little crazy like he comes in on an elephant the first time you see him in the scene and i have chris pratt as playing him chris pratt can play crazy yeah like he can play just like he's just like this really because cr- cr- i think it's one of those things where like initially you think he's like level harmful. lovable harmless idiot yeah, but and he's then actually, oh no like a crazy awful cult leader and i think that chris pratt would be fascinating in that role and uh there is joshua dial who i think personally like i was talking to asia about this like if they make a movie about the tiger king i think it should be from this guy's perspective Mm -hmm. and basically he was the manager at the local local walmart that was nearby the zoo and um, he was talking with joe exotic and eventually he became the guy who's like kind of managing and helping him with the zoo Mm -hmm. and he's the manager of the local walmart there and 
uh, Joe Exotic decided that he wanted to run for president or run for the governor, and then he decided he wanted to run for be president of the United States. Jesus. And uh, Joshua Dial was his campaign manager. And one scene that I love, he goes, he goes, uh, Joe Exotic doesn't really know anything about politics. He's running as a libertarian, but I could still tell you that he still does not know what a libertarian is. <laughs> <laughs> and Joshua Dial, I have him uh, being played by Clark Duke, and he's kind of the younger guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, has the glasses, and he's kind of like, you know, he's just... Uh, He's a really good, like, viewer of just ludicrousness going on. He's really good at just, like... He's the surrogate for the audience. Yeah, exactly. Being like, this is crazy. Everything that's happening here is nuts. (laughs) So, like, I have him... That is him. He's us before Trump was elected. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And lastly, before I get to my Joe Exotic, I have... Or no, there's two more before Joe Exotic, sorry. There's Jeff... There's uh, Tim Stark who is the guy who is ultimately the one who has paid the money to um, kill Carol Baskin, but okay. never went through with it. Okay. The guy looks like him, and and I also think he'd be perfect as him, but Michael Rooker. Oh, Because he's just like... a sleazebag, used to be a huge um, criminal, and then he became a zookeeper for them. <laughs> and like I could just picture Michael Rook and ha- Rooker hamming it up. Michael Rooker's Plus he the best. hates Joe Exotic. And so it, Does I he? just thought, oh yeah, my God. like, his, like his character hates Joe Exotic. So I think that it would be a really good seeing, especially when you find out who I have as Joe Exotic to get in between. I think it would be really good. They'd have really good, hateful chemistry. And then Jeff Lowe is the one who goes from under him and steals the zoo eventually. Spoiler, sorry. It's but fine. like, you'll see him eventually, but he's an interesting character. He's also a swinger and <laughs> he makes himself seem like he's rich, but he's really not. Oh God. He's just a crazy man. Just as crazy. And just as like problematic. Everybody in the series, probably besides Jeff or Joshua is uh, very, very problematic. But anyways, I have Sam Rockwell playing him. <laughs> and I think that's a great choice because he's really good at like making himself seem like he's harmless. It's just the deal. Sam Rockwell is so malleable for, for anything. Sure. For sure, for sure. Watch um, Three Billboards. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. But for my Joe Exotic, I have Robert Downey Jr. Jesus Christ. Like, just think <laughs> about him getting... Like, you've seen clips of Joe Exotic. Just mm-hmm. picture um, Robert Downey Jr. chewing himself into that kind of a role. I oh, think it could be brilliant. Oh my God. I genuinely think that it can be a hell of a great time. You know, like, I think that's like, I think that would be really freaking cool, man. Like, I think that he'd just be able to chew that scenery. I think that he and Patricia Arquette or Kate McKinnon could have a lot of like good things, like, like a lot of good conflict. I think he and Sam Rockwell have already worked with each other quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think they would have really good chemistry. And I think they right. would have a really good antagonist, like a uh, friendship turned into an antagonistic kind of right. relationship and all these kind of things. So like. I don't know. It's amazing. That, I think that you like so. You, so I know you haven't seen it, but you, you think my list is pretty good. I think your list is pretty good. And here's a bombshell, Corey. What's up? I actually went to this animal park when I was a kid. Whoa! You didn't even tell me. Did you meet? Uh, I, I meant to not tell you until the podcast. Oh shoot! What? That's crazy. What? The, the one in him? the one in Oklahoma? No, I didn't meet Joe Exotic himself. But if had I known about it, like like. It would. I can't. I did not realize. Gone to that zoo. Yeah, it's like right off the interstate, like That's going nuts. going through Oklahoma, like to Texas, like in two thousand and like 
December 2010. It was Christmas break. Like, my mom, my brother, and I drove to Texas to go visit our grandpa. Oh, God. That's crazy. And I just saw, like, a fucking billboard. It was like, hey, Animal Park. (laughs) It had a little tiger on it. And I was like, that sounds cool. (laughs) And we went there. Like, it was kind of... It's pretty jankety. Like, I saw... uh, Let's see. I saw a... uh, Lion trying to put the moves on the tiger, so that's probably how they got all the laggers. Um, nice. <laughs> we love to see it. We love. We love. Uh, we love large. Yeah, we large lo- cats fornicating. <laughs> we love. Took so progr- many clips from this episode. <laughs> we love a progressive house, a progressive zoo out there. You know, oh. let ligers be ligers. You know, yeah, and like t- tigers. Like love is love. You know, <laughs> big cat on big cat action. God damn it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> goodness i think uh i can't remember what the combo was but like it's i think a male lion and a female tiger gets a liger and then a male tiger and a female lion gets like a tig lion it's such a weird like taxonomy when you like involve hybrids gets so more confusing than it already is honestly uh, it's just crazy to me how this even is a thing like i need a i need to watch you really need to watch it, just because so I so you can get the context of what you've seen and like like the outside looking in to what you like an inside look actually. Um, yeah. And there and the thing is, if I missed some characters, I know I missed some. Um, but you really like there's just so many different characters. You know, for a fact that place is going to be packed from now to the end of time. Oh no, for sure. Even though the thing is, is like, is it still open I don't or is know, it closed? It is still open, but it's not in Oklahoma anymore. Really, they moved sure it. It's probably in the Vegas area. It's around there. Like, they moved the zoo because, like, for, like, spoiler alert, Joe Exotic's in jail now. Right, yeah, yeah. Has, I saw he was in jail. He's pretty much going to be in jail for the rest of his life, probably. Oh, that's um, good. But it's, um, unless some stuff come up, but regardless of that, um, it's just going to be very interesting seeing what happens because they'd be crazy to not make this movie. How long, how long do you think that we see a trailer for it? A year? Um, I think they're gonna probably with this crazy stuff. They're probably not gonna get the movie. They're probably gonna. There's probably rumblings in Hollywood right now. Somebody's probably writing it. So somebody like, probably has the rights to this story. And fastest it would go into pre-production would be like at the end of summer when all yeah, this shit exactly. cools down. So like it could come out next year or it could be the year after that. I know it's gonna. Come <laughs> it's out gonna be an Oscar bait like November twenty twenty one. How much do you know? How crazy it would be if an Oscar caliber Tiger King movie came out? That would be nuts. Because I know for a fact that this Tiger King documentary is going to be up for um, best limited series and best um, documentary series. Because it is a genuinely, like, informative documentary. And I think it has a poignant message of, like, okay, all of these tigers and all of these lions and stuff, there are more of these um, creatures in captivity and held by people than there are in the wild. And that is wrong. Look at how crazy these people are. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be like. I think. Like, like, and the thing is, it's one of those deals where it's like even the ones who call themselves like cons- conservationists aren't doing it. They're doing right. the same things as the people in the zoos, and it's just nuts. Like they it's just, just crazy. They just have it. like lion cubs for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like, like the libertarians listening are going to be very angry for what uh-huh. I'm about to say. But I think the federal government should really crack down no, on no, really on the should. exotic animal yeah, laws. Plus, like apparently. Like, okay, person, I don't want it to be super political, but I saw this news clip of somebody like, like, first of all, OAN is like the worst 
um, news organization. I just heard about them this week because they're on John because John Oliver did a segment on them. I haven't watched that yet. I really want to. And I just was noticing like OAN as I was like looking at these press briefings, and I was like, "What the heck is this news company? They're asking the dumbest questions." Because they're like basically like, is the word Chinese food is the phrase Chinese food racist? Then why is it racist to call it the Chinese virus? We're like, oh God, can you shut up? But anyways, like don't call it Chinese virus. Call it like coronavirus. <laughs> like if you want to be mean to China, call it like the Communist Party of China virus. Gosh, but like because if any if they if you want to bully someone, bully the communists. Yeah, like bully, don't bully like, the citizens, bully the government, not the people. But um, <laughs> my thing, bully um, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> The bourgeoisie. <laughs> I can't really. Oh, bother. <laughs> the bourgeoisie. But anyways, what I was saying with that was that OAN was talking with Trump Jr. And he was like, oh. his whole takeaway from this entire documentary, and I don't want people to take this away because I don't want people who are dumb to take this from this documentary. He goes, wow, I didn't realize it only cost $2,000 to get a tiger. And I'm like, that's not the point. That is not the point of this documentary. People are so dumb. Like, oh, it's only two thousand dollars to buy a tiger, and you would, you would, you tiger killing, elephant killing sack of shit. That's what you would. That's what you would take from that asshole. Like, like seriously, the only thing you should take Honestly, from that fact is like, wow, the barrier to entry Trump's is really low. In a lot of ways, he pisses me off more than Trump. He's just a dick. Him and Eric are like perpetually greasy, and Eric it's so just, weird. Eric is so stupid. He's like, so you dumb. You know how they like kind of like kind of treat him like the creature on SNL. They treat him like the creature from the Goonies, right? Like go loose in the basket. <laughs> I like it. I love it when John Oliver makes fun of Eric too. <laughs> like Eric, I, I, it's funny because at least. People deal with Don Jr. like he's an intel- like a somewhat intelligent human being. Or like Don Jr. like they treat him like he's a psychopath. Yeah. Eric is just stupid. <laughs> like Eric is just dumb because <laughs> he's kind of like, oh my brother does this, oh my dad does this. Hey, like yo, he'll just I, I retweet to own the libs. <laughs> oh god, it's so our reality is so incomprehensible. It really like, is. Like seriously, who would have thought? Like I remember watching. Uh, the State of the Union address when Trump or when Obama just trounces Trump about his birthright and like just makes fun of him all the time. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I remember laughing at that. And now that guy that Obama was making fun of is literally president. The guy he was making fun of for being stupid. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, is America that stupid? Probably. (laughs) Yeah, we're pretty dumb. We are pretty dumb. But it's like one of those deals where... Uh, we can talk about this forever. Like I, the fact that we've made it this far is astounding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love how like all this important stuff is happening while we have the most idiotic person in here. But anyways, this is uh, the politics podcast. Um, <laughs> we are so dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, with that being said, watch the Tiger King, and also make sure that the Big Calf Safety Act. Um, gets put through and all that stuff it's kind of crazy that it hasn't been put through we really need to crack down on what these people are doing to cats it doesn't matter the carol baskins of the world the joe exotics of the world the jeff lowe's of the world are very very bad people so we need to make sure that these tigers and these lions and all these great exotic amazing animals are where they're supposed to be and yeah that's what i have to say about that and chance do you have any other thoughts about tiger king or just in general yeah like tiger king anything like that um 
I need to watch it, obviously. I am. Um, Thing is, like, even these Netflix party apps, you can watch together. Oh, yeah. Like, isn't that a Chrome extension? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, nah, dude. Thanks, Chrome. But no, for sure. So, let's see here. Um, more stuff got pushed. Morbius. Oh. Um, Ghostbusters after. Oh, Morbius got pushed? Yeah, more Damn Ghostbusters it. got pushed next year. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I actually really wanted to see Morbius. Yeah. I really want to see Ghostbusters Afterlife too. Yeah, like yeah, I wanted to really see it's the like menemist, menemist Ghostbusters. Do you think it's like that? <laughs> no, there's the, the well, like, character is a girl. Well, isn't there like is no, it like people were getting mad? Isn't it like two girls, two boys, or one girl, sure, three dudes? I'm pretty sure it's like well, they're all children, right? Well, they're all children, but like I know it's Fidwell part. His little sister is the main character. Okay. I don't know her name. I think she's a newcomer. Because aren't they like uh, Egon's, Her- Harold Ramis's? Ram- yeah, they're Harold Ramis's um, grandkids. And then like Harold Ramis's son is Paul Rudd? Yeah. Ha-ha! <laughs> Perfect. Or something like that. Either that or it's the teacher is Paul Rudd. Which, Paul oh, yeah. Rudd plays a really good teacher. We were watching um, Perks of Being a Wallflower a little bit ago. I haven't seen that. It's on Netflix, right? Like Netflix. I saw it on Recently Added. No, but... Hi, Loki. But yeah, it's That's just a like sweet one of those boy. things where it's like, yeah, Loki loves to cuddle. He loves to nuzzle people. Mm-hmm. Our cat, cat Loki is so sweet. You know what? Boy. He was a little bite at first, but Thor's pretty sweet too. He is. <laughs> he has his moments. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe with his parents, but not me. No, he's, cool he's getting a little nicer. But every time we're like, oh, he's great, he decides to bite us. But anyways. Like once just... you brag to him to your friends, he's like, Haha, I'm going to make you look yeah, stupid. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, regardless of all that, um, yeah. I think Dune's getting pushed, though. I don't think it is. You don't think? Uh, no, okay. It Top might. Gun got pushed in December. Why does Top Gun even have to do that? Who wants to watch Top Gun? I don't. I don't. I don't. I sure as hell don't. I don't give a shit about this like, sequel. Like, the thing is, is like, no, like, who the fuck cares about Top Gun? Too. Like I don't care. Like, about this it. is thirty really years ago. Why wouldn't this it? sequel come out in the early two thousands or something? Nah, it's just like really just garbage. It's like I don't care about Top Gun. I really just want to watch Dune. I really want to watch Denis uh, Denis Villeneuve make Dune just super great and super rad. I'm just I'm just I, I'm peeved by this. But I really just want to see Dune. Like Dune, please do not push. Dune, please just be like. What if it pushes to January with nothing? <sighs> That'd be fine, but I still want people to watch this movie because, like, that's uh, true. The sad thing is that people really need to start watching Denise movies. Sicario is incredible. Yes, like Sicario is something brilliant. Like it's just such a good movie, great movie. Like, Sicario is incredible. Um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies. I watched most of the... So they put the like final director's cut of Blade Runner on Netflix. Um, I watched most of it like so I could like make sense of 2049 a little bit just so I know... 2049 is like, a better movie. Oh, I, oh I've, been, I've been told that like 2049 is like... Like apparently a lot of people either hate Blade Runner or they love Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Like it's Ridley Scott just so... It was Ridley Scott, right? But it, Yeah, but it's one of those things where I don't necessarily hate the first Blade Runner, I just think... It's very of its time. It is very of its time, but it's one of those things where I get really... Like, there's just certain parts of that movie that bugs me. But the parts of the movie that bug me aren't really the parts that bug other people. My main thing is that I just think Harrison Ford is kind of rapey with the with the love interest, and I don't like that about the movie. <laughs> and, like, I have to realize that that's just kind of a normal thing of movies back then, as shitty as it is. Well, that's what male but protagonists were, rapey. 
No, they were like, yes, we're attractive men. So, yes, I can just do whatever I want. And then people are like, but he was subjugating her because she was a robot. I'm like, but she's a robot that looks exactly like a human. And in the movie, it's about, it's about you know, what is a human? And, oh, yeah, that's the point. But still, right. <laughs> the way that it goes across just bugs me. And I'm pretty sure it's supposed to bug me, but it still bugs me nonetheless. <laughs> well, I guess it's something that you're supposed to think about. Exactly. So. And like, that's so I guess really did like, his job. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the reason why I like Blade Runner quite a bit. But I really, really love Blade Runner 2049 because you know how like it does what Ryan Johnson really wanted to do and really wanted to pull off in The Last Jedi. He subverts expectations in the way that he did, but he does it more successfully than Ryan did. He didn't just piss people off because it was one of those things like it, like it's a really cool, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything for you for Blade Runner 2049 because it's a brilliant movie. I'm going to watch it. It's like just, it's it's incredible. It's super long, but it's still so good. There's a lot of things I've been, I've been watching a bunch of shit lately. Yeah. But like you can just catch up now. Well, that's what I've been doing. I I watched the uh, first My Hero Academia movie last night. Ooh, it's good. I really like it. I like Two Heroes. I like Young All Might. Mm -hmm. Young All Might is a lot (laughs) of Damn, he handsome. (laughs) But, um, anime. Uh, <laughs> but with what I'm thinking about is that so I think all that stuff is really cool. But I ultimately feel like Ryan Johnson learned a lot of his lessons from The Last Jedi, even though I personally really like the subverted expectations. I just think that if you want something fully satisfying and collectively satisfying and not necessarily divisive, but satisfying to a lot of people going for twists in the same way like they went for twists in um knives out it was a bad yeah movie. like because i did i genuinely think his skills of sub, of expectation subversion has um got better right way better through knives out because knives out is it's definitely knives out is immaculate and should have been nominated dude knives out is one of the best one of the best movies i've seen it's great but very very great movie but Regardless of all that, I really want Dune to come out because Denis is just a brilliant filmmaker. People should be talking about him in the same light as they talk about Christopher Nolan. He's just incredible. Speaking of which, do we know if Tenet's like been delayed? Tenet's probably going to be delayed. I don't know. Isn't it come, supposed to come out in November? Once I thought it come out. wasn't Tenet like had like a summer release date. I thought. Um, let me see. When's Tenet supposed to come out? Tenet. I mean, it'd be pretty, like, uh, relevant because everyone with their landlords. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, boss. (laughs) Hilarious. It's scheduled for July 17th. Oof. It's probably not going to make that. Probably not because isn't, like, uh, Morbius in July and Sony pulled that? No, the thing is, I don't know. Like, people are even saying that AMC might not make it out of this one. I don't know, man. Like, can't... The largest theater chain on planet Earth is not going to make it out of this. That's fascinating to me. Well, you have to understand is that they... I know their profit margin is as, small, as but like... As big as they are, they throw it very fast and loose. And from the like skin of their teeth, they kind of they kind of run their way, the way they run their like, business. From d- what I've seen through like Forbes articles and different things like that, that's kind of what I've gathered from that. Like, I know this sounds horrible, but like, where are they losing money from now? Like... Like, okay, so, like, the theaters are shuttered. 
all the lights are off, their employees are sent home. Like, um, do they have to pay rent on their buildings? Like, is that what it is? Like, do they not own their theaters? Like, it's franchised or something? Like, what's draining money that you just can't, like, put it on pause? Or it's just people, like, is it just the executives like, oh, I still got to have my paycheck. Oh, the whole well, company's out of money. Their their executives are on furlough now. Okay, so, Cause, like. So, like, because their they're, they're executives are losing money. Like, just have this. it sit there. Like, that's, like, I mean, have, like, get it. technically the executives are being paid, aren't getting paid, but the people who are hourly there are <clears> getting paid. Like, the right. regular employees are actually still getting their paychecks, which is great. Well, yeah. So that might be draining them. So, well, I guess would be, like, hey, I mean, if I was AMC, like, I try to be fair to yourself and your employees. Just say, all right, we're going to give you paychecks until yada yada but like try to find some other source of income in the meantime so that we can close like we can you know stop paying you but then we can survive and then you can come back like it's just a bad situation no yeah it's really just a bad situation i don't want to see amc go i have a lot of fond memories most of the nice theaters around here are amcs yeah i really enjoy that and the thing is sure we have almo here too but i don't really like Dude, Greg Marcus is gonna become the uh, the movie theater king. Like he's just gonna be like, "Hi, I'm Greg Marcus," and then just put on like a giant shiny tiara, like, "And I'm in charge." Gosh, <laughs> you'll be laughing his way to the bank. You'll be like, "You're all." He's like, "All of you are back. Y'all laughed at me, my goofy ass intros." <laughs> but I am literally oh. the king. <laughs> I'm in like, charge. He's gonna just literally be like, "I am the." fucking lizard king <laughs> that's that's what that's what greg marcus is gonna say oh my god <laughs> this popcorn gets stuck in my lizard teeth <laughs> oh goodness i mean so does that mean alamo's in dire straits or is alamo fine i mean there's significantly less alamo theaters granted i don't know i feel like alamo might be fine i mean they there's only two in omaha like recently there was only one so like i'm assuming they probably don't have to because they i mean the only difference is they had bartenders and pretty uh pretty knickknacks uh, throughout their theaters but i'm assuming those are all paid for i'm not sure someone's gonna like go repo the iron giant one that's in the midtown no i don't know like i think that like personally i think these theaters are gonna i think they're gonna be fine like what are like if AMC goes like out of business, like can't you just like take like I mean I'm not an adult in the way that I'd know how this works, but say AMC does go under, they go bankrupt, and say they just get a loan, and like once all this Corona shit blows over, can they just like start it back up again with some you know cash flow from some rich dickhead like? Can that be like, and then they could just get their razor thin profit margin back and then pay him off and be hunky dory until the next plague comes? I don't know. Nah, like, I feel that. It's just, uh, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, so weird. Like, we I hate live, all like, this. We live weird times. I really hate it too. It's just one of those deals that, like, this shit sucks. No, yeah, yeah. Stuff just really. Sorry, it, I'm cursing so much, no, Corey's it's mom. Okay. It just really bothers me. I don't even know if my mom likes to listen to this podcast anymore. My mom's probably like, I don't really feel like hearing Corey swear. <laughs> He's moved down the list of favorite son rankings. <laughs> oh, let me see. Who's my mom's favorite son? 
Well, you, you were throwing shade at one of your brothers on Twitter yesterday. Oh, it was Steve. I was trying was to like it because of the like one with the cat. Taking yeah, the one with the cat. Yeah, well, no, it's like every it's like every thirty year old man like posts takes a, a selfie just like this, and that's literally it. And if you look at his profile picture, that's literally what yeah. it looks like. <laughs> like I was like, did Corey just like start shit on something? I retweeted. No, it literally. Th- yeah, I literally throw shade on my own siblings all the time, constantly. Let's see who's my parents. My parents' favorite sibling is definitely my sister, Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. We love her. Um, but she's still the favorite. Um, is she the firstborn? Uh, no, she's the youngest girl. Oh. So that means she's the fourth out of every... Um, fourth out of sixth. Yeah. Well, no, that yeah, she is. That means she's the fourth out of the six kids. Being born. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Asia. Yeah. <laughs> I am good at math. <laughs> but uh, regardless of that... Yeah, I think she she's just like the collective like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just good. She's she's the good one. She's the goody one. Goody goody. We love her. <laughs> we call her mom every time she tells us not to do stuff. It's fun. <laughs> well, we all need that source of levity to tell us not to do dumb things. We do. We really do. But regardless of that, um, yeah, my parents definitely love all of us the same. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> No, but you know, I feel like everybody has people and kids that they're close to, closer to, or like have more in common with, but it doesn't necessarily love them any more or any less. It's just different kind of Damn, love. we should have charged for this therapy session. Oof, you know, right? <laughs> just because you just because your brother relates more doesn't mean he doesn't love you any more or less. You know what? This is this is dumb. I I hate all the uh I just hate the, like all the movies that are being put like everything's just gonna have to like you're just gonna have to like create this horrible like jigsaw contraption of all the movies that are just gonna have to be jammed in so they don't like come into contact with the production time of other movies and stuff Uh like that yeah i think so too and it's like one of those deals where i kind of just like uh it's like it's a sad time but remember that there's so much that you guys can be watching you guys can also listen to the podcast. Soon we'll have glad and, time. You know, it'll be a good time. And like, I genuinely think that we'll get through this. There are more important things than movies right now, to be completely honest. I but mean, at the same time, um, just make sure you're all making good decisions. No matter how not many, the boss and me. yeah, like no matter how many not uh, crappy decisions you see happening going on with other Hail people and leaders, <laughs> without any like. <laughs> leaders or anything like that going on you can still do stuff yourself and you can still make the world a better place by you know placing your part staying inside doing different things like that stay in your shacks you know and but regardless of that i'm gonna wind down the show hold on i love y'all hold on chance say what you need to say last three episodes of clone wars have sucked bad oh dude i haven't even watched the last two because they've just been very boring to me like, I haven't really been enjoying them all that much. I've been like, ugh. Rafa and Trace are ten times worse than Space Aladdin. Oof. Like the they thing, suck. The they are bad is, at their like, jobs. I, the funny thing is, like, I was not enjoying it. The fir- I didn't enjoy the first episode with them in it, so I was like, eh, I can deal with this and just watch it later. So I just <laughs> haven't really been watching it. You're going to want to pull out your goddamn fingernails. Oh, watching. God. I'm like, not there's looking- some good things. Thank you for not making me look up to these episodes. I mean, okay, um... In the third one, 
Well, the ending is what pissed me off the most with the last one. But, uh-huh. like, you get to see Ahsoka kick some ass. That's nice. That's cool. um, do you care about spoilers at all? Like, Not it's, really at this It's point. very minor. I'm assuming it's setting up the fall of Mandalore arc. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm borderline certain. You see um, Bo-Katan. Okay. And, um, some... I heard about that already. Okay, yeah. Like, so I figured that's what you were going to say. I think one, I of like... the, uh, one of the uh, shadowy like Mandalorian ladies standing next to her is Sabine's mom. And I don't know who the third one was. Like, everyone's like, oh, is the armor uh, one of those people? And I'm like, no, it's Sabine's mom. So, uh, unless, because, like, everyone's just trying to, like, form these, like, uh, little little strands in between Clone Wars and Mandalorian. Like, I don't know. I just, aye, aye, aye. just like, the these last few episodes have been frustrating as hell for the Clone Wars. Nah, dude. Oh, gosh. Just because, like, oh. the... See, they should have just made the whole all the goddamn episodes they had. Like, if this was like a twenty-four episode season, like I know I've said this exact same thing last episode, but like this dumb shit would have pissed me off significantly less if there was more than twelve. Yeah, it's like I'm hoping this last I'm hoping this last like arc is just a lot better. Well, at least for sure we get to see Ray Park mocap for Darth Maul, which has me very frothy. I mean, excited. <laughs> well, regardless of that, and leaving our frothy boy at home. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Adjectives. Have a great one. And remember, be safe and stay home. Box Office Bros, out. Thank you for listening to Box Office Bros. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Have a great day. And see you next time. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. And now for my next impression, Jesse Owens. Peace out. Later, Tater. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.